Welcome to Mighty House. This is a radio show for people with problems. Home improvement problems, that is. Send an email now to Robbie at MightyHouse.net or call into the show at 877-711-5611. From foundation leaks to roof repairs, the Mighty House team is on the job. You're You're listening listening to Mighty House. I'm Ron Calgu. The Mighty House team is back with hour two of the show. You can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Mag Erad. And wherever you're watching, you can just click on the like button and subscribe so you'll be notified when we hit the air. Mm-hmm. We're broadcasting worldwide and live from 7 to 10 Central Time every Saturday at uh, MightyHouse.net, TuneIn.com. We're also on the Gab Radio Network. Just look for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. Podcasts and preview shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Video clips of the show are available at MightyHouse.net and on our Mighty House YouTube channel, which uh, the videos are up. Yes. They're up, and uh, the tip of the week segment from the previous hours uploading right now. See? Look at that. It's on the website, He's too. on top of this stuff. It's amazing how much time he saves you on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon now. I, yeah, and he's just doing it while he's doing other stuff. So yeah. it's like, it's filler that's stuff. because but... he's, he's proficient and efficient. There you go. That's Thank the, you. That's the thing. I have no right idea there. what we're going to do when he graduates high school and we end up with a, a loser. It's time to retire then, <laughs> Rich. <laughs> right? Because we're, we're never going to replace him, you know? No. So He's got a great work ethic. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. I needed that today. Thank you. <laughs> That's it. We're just going to call it quits. Or, I got it, we're going to take the show to wherever he goes to school, and we'll do the show from there. I said that. We're just going to pipe it right through his laptop. Yeah. See? Yeah. We're going to figure it out, out, dude. You're not getting away from us. We're not letting I, go. I do not want to get away from you. Okay. <laughs> but the problem is we don't pay. Right. Yeah. You can and follow, I don't blame them. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at MrFloor.com. You can also give us a call if you want to sign up for the Klein Tool of the Month, which is the 3005CR, Ratchet and Crimper. And it's for wires number 10 through 22 gauge and uh, insulated terminals. So that's the Klein tool of the month is the uh, ratcheting crimper. And you can give us a call at 877-711-5611. If you want a chance to win that, give Trixie your information. She'll get you all signed up. And uh, we'll have that drawing at the end of the month. Right. There you go. Boom, done. Just like that. So did you ever, you notice like, on General Motors cars, the the wires will be crimped like double. Yep. You know, it's like a like a, a V or whatever you want to say. Sure. So there's a special crimper for that, and General Motors actually has a part number for it for that tool. Yeah. So when I was rebuilding my '57 and I bought all the new harnesses, you know, and the harness kit is made for up to a station wagon. Okay. <laughs> so, like, all the harness is going back to your tail lights. Well, the wire's way too long. Oh, yeah. So, you yeah. got to cut it, and it comes with all these different fittings. Right. <laughs> that was probably one of the most fun I had 
not the most, but it was a lot of fun wiring the car because you get everything laid out just the way the factory had it. Uh-huh. And I would, I'd crimp these things with those special GM crimpers, and it did such a great job. <laughs> and then I did not tape anything. Everything has heat shrink on it. Uh huh. So I know I have no electrical issues, but it's awesome when you have the right tools. It makes the job so much fun. Oh yeah, yeah. It- it, the 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 crimpers and and all that stuff the wire wire stuff that you can do that to to be able to bond that together like you said heat shrink it make sure it's bonded together it's nice and tight mm-hmm. uh, and you just you just don't have problems in the future versus trying to wire nut you know no no like wire nuts <laughs> wire nuts are kind of a weird thing because wire nuts are there to cover the wire right they're not there to hold the wire together exactly. and that's a big mistake people make is particularly with uh, solid core wire, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't, and it's funny because it says mechanically fasten it. Right. It means take your clients out and twist it. Yes. That's mechanically fastened. <laughs> That's exactly it. But yeah, you see all the time. Now stranded, you can kind of get away with it, you know, with a wire nut because the wire nut will tend to twist the stranded a lot better, but mm-hmm. always with your clients, spin that thing, make it tight and then cover the connection with the wire nut. That's right. all it's for. Right, and if it's aluminum wire, put the gooey stuff on there. Yeah, well, don't use the aluminum wire. That's the key. So wow, come on, it's still good. Nah, the the more you play with it, (laughs) the more you play with it, (laughs) it can get a hairline crack in there, and then that's what Mm -hmm. starts to heat up. That creates uh, shorts and intermittent problems that you can't. It's hard to find. If I find aluminum wire, I rip it out. I don't even. I don't even leave it in there. Unless it's an electrical service. The service wire, right. ComEd's still running aluminum, but that's big, heavy stuff. You we know. run aluminum down here for all of our service conductors. What? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. That's fine. No, I mean, into the, you know, from <laughs> from FP&L right. to our panel. All the conductors inside the house are copper, but I'm still surprised that the feeders are, are allowed, aluminum. Are allowed to be aluminum, but they're they're now stranded, too. They're not solid, right? I believe they are stranded. <laughs> okay, see, so there, when you get into the smaller gauge wire, the aluminum is is a is is not stranded anymore. It's a single piece of wire. So the the more it flexes and the more you 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 move it, it it breaks a lot easier than copper does. Well, the other thing is aluminum changes dimension based on temperature more than copper Mm -hmm. and this is something people never think about but it's a maintenance item that i don't recommend you doing as joe homeowner but your aluminum conductors and all the wires in your panel Uh as they heat up under use and expand and contract they can loosen which then creates arcing which can trip breakers and or cause shorts so it's recommended that like once a year you tighten all of the lugs in your panel and all the wire on your breakers. Mm-hmm. And again, it's not something I would recommend any homeowner to do on their own. Um, but who the hell does that? No. It's like it's like washing out your water heater. <laughs> no. I know I'm supposed to. Right. But it was between going out and having fun or rinsing the water heater. I'm <laughs> um, uh, going outside. Yeah. So. Oop, and, I just got a nasty gram from George. Yes. The, or uh, Bob, rather. Yeah. So. When when I go into a service panel and I'm doing stuff, I always I check all the neutrals. I make sure everything's tight, and I tighten probably eighty percent of the stuff that I you know, when I'm going through a panel. Not be, just because I was in there, because 
as soon as we leave, I, I, I have bumped the wire and now it doesn't work. And then, of course, it's my Absolutely. fault. You know, that's something it on the other side of the house doesn't work, even though I wasn't even working on it. So Yeah, we get that all the time. So I just, I go through now. It's just that matter of habit. When, when I'm in the panel, I just check it all, make sure everything's tight and, and then, uh, and then close it up. So, but I, I'll, I'll tighten 80% of the. Oh, the, the terminals. Isn't well, you'd be surprised too. It's not like you're going to get three turns on the screw, but no. even a quarter turn is quite a bit yeah, when yeah. it's supposedly tight already. Right. So yeah, it's it's amazing. So and like I said, nobody does it. No, <laughs> nobody does it. You know, and then down here, of course, everything's done with Romex, and there's just nothing really wrong with wiring your house with extension cords. But the real key is to you know have it separated so it doesn't absorb or or concentrate heat. Yep. So resistance creates heat. And when you have all your Romex run in a tight bundle, the wire in the middle, let's say, that one can't dissipate heat. As fast so, as the ones on the end. Right. So it tends to start getting hot. And if you're overloading that circuit and the breaker doesn't blow, that's where that wire will melt. And, of course, now it's not going to burn just that one. You're going to burn them all. Mm-hmm. And I still cannot get my electricians to, like, you just got, it's like babysitting. Like, separate the wires. The whole point <laughs> of Romex is that it can dissipate heat better. Right. Imagine a house in Oak Lawn. The whole house was on a temporary feed, two, three, three 12-gauge wires. Wow. From Burndies on the wire uh-huh. to the weather head on the service, and the whole house, including the AC, everything was running on it. Oh. So the the potential is there to do it. Sure. But because it was free air, it could dissipate heat. Had that been anything else, it probably wouldn't have. But I almost died when I saw that. <laughs> yeah, no, you'll see. Whole you'll house see. is running on 312s just from yep. Burndies to, to Weatherhead. Yep. Yep. It, it'll, it'll hold it. it. You know, eventually they, they'll, they, they might pop, but um, it, it's tough. It, it, to, to, when you see that stuff, you, don't, you just don't understand one. Why? Why anybody would try to do that? And I, I guess if you're just temping it in, just to run a couple of saws or something like that, that's fine. That's one thing. But if you're trying to run the whole house on it, that that's just a well. This was it. a job I ended up inheriting because the contractor took off with the homeowner's money, kind of thing. Oh, and, yeah. So there, I can't say there was a whole lot done well. Got it. Got it. All right. Well, cool. We've uh, got the music. Look at that. Nice. Boom, done. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with more. More? More home improvement stuff right after this. You are listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. See, I work construction. I build things. I don't know if you all realize that. Pressure man like me's got on. This is Mighty House. You can follow us on Facebook by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show, and our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can also give us a call on the Mr. Floor Helpline. It's 877 711 5611, and you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at Mr. Floor. If somebody wanted I'm the news, sorry. if somebody wanted the newsletter, Rich, I was reading. Oh, okay. If somebody anyway, wanted to get a hold of you, wanted the newsletter, newsletter. Sure, there you go. Go to mightyhouse.net. Click on the contact us page. Put in your first name, last name, and your email address. Scroll on down towards that bottom and go. Boom, done. Boom, done. Boom, shakalaka, right. just like that. 
Okay, so we just got a phone call. They didn't want to go on the air. Uh, I'll, I, I'll give you my opinion, but let's go to yours first, Rich. The, the wave um, dehumidifiers, they're about eight or $900, and you don't have to have any drain or do anything like that. Have, have you seen those? How can or, it dehumidify <laughs> and not have a drain? Do you have to empty the pan every day? There's no pan. Then it can't dehumidify. Are you talking about that fresh air wave yes. thing with the yes. little collection plates? Yes. Crockery, crackery, it's, it's snake oil. Yes. It it's, it, com- it comes right from the same Amish uh, electric yeah. fireplace. So to be honest, if you watch commercials, and this drives my wife nuts, is when commercials are on, she just zones out. She doesn't see them. She doesn't pay attention. Yeah, she No, which, you know, that's fine. But... Me, I actually stare for the little fine print. Uh-huh. Where it'll tell you the facts that make the part the thing useless. Right. You know. So those wave air thingies and all that, um, it says they're good for hundred square feet. So <laughs> yeah. that little wave thing can go in the corner of a ten by ten room. Now, if your house is bigger than ten foot by ten foot, which many are, yeah, you need lots more of those. Right. So don't waste your money on those. No, no, there are much better ways to to get uh, get the humidity out of your house. To to if you want to do the air cleaning, air scrubbing, right. get the contaminants out of the air. There are much less, there are a lot less expensive ways to do it. Those the uh, that one particular one, the wave thing. It's just it's a crockery. Yeah, I- as as Rich said, it's a crockery. It's snake oil. It's yes. crockery. Yes. <laughs> So, and, if, they, and again, we say this all the time. If you feel the need to dehumidify your house or even to humidify your house, you have those are all results of other issues. Yep. And if you address the other issues, those will be resolved. So, you know, the need for a humidifier, particularly in the winter, is because your house is so leaky and the air is dry outside that all the moisture in your house just goes outside. Yep. Yep. Um, dehumidification may be because you're not running your air conditioning long enough. Right. Maybe it's short cycling because somebody used the bigger hammer theory. Yeah. You only needed, you know, you needed a, a three ton AC unit. So they put a five in there thinking it would be better and it's not, you've been better off with a two ton yep. running longer so that you could dehumidify because hitting your temperature and turning the thermostat off is not what you're looking for. That's why I like the variable speed stuff because it can run at fifteen percent all day long. Mm-hmm. Yep, the variable speed fans are on blowers on the furnaces. Their air handlers are a great, great uh, a- yes. addition to the uh, to the system. They they really work good. I've got that on the furnace on my first floor, and mm-hmm. it, it you can hear it. It turns on, but it's going really slow. You know, and right. it, it doesn't. It never really kicks in unless it's. You know, it, it we leave the doors open or something like that, and then it'll, right. then it'll start running. But uh, for the most part, it it's it's always on that lower level. So one, it's saving energy, and two, it's doing a better job of conditioning the air in the space. Right. So, um, well, and that's we try to explain to people so that you can choose an educated decision. Right. Right. And so the those those wave deals. 
leave them leave them at the store. Don't bother with them. Yeah, don't bother. That stuff is it's like it's snake oil. Yep, it's not good. Yep, exactly. So, all right. Uh, one other thing, uh, something I ran into, and it's an article I posted last night on the Facebook and the Twitter is attic space. So. A lot of people think, oh, I'm going to take this attic space. I'm going to turn this into another a bedroom or I'm going to take make it into an office. But what are some of the things we need to look at before we start uh, doing that, Rich? Ceiling heights. <laughs> That's a good one. Access. Can you actually stand up in there? Yeah. Secondary means of egress. Yep. Yep. So if you get up there and you stand and you can only stand right in the middle – and 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 you're five eight, and you can just barely stand up. You may not want to do that because once you get the framing in, and you and you drywall it, insulate, do all the stuff you need to do, that's going to bring that ceiling down even lower, and you're not. It's just not going to work. So, right. And well, just raise the roof a little bit. Well, it's not quite that simple. So uh, you're, you're ripping the roof off and starting over to reframe it. To well, there's nothing wrong with doing dormers and things <laughs> like that. But again, the the problem you run into, and I mean. When you do dormers and things like that, you don't have enough rafter mm-hmm. to insulate properly. Right. So you might end up with R19 in that roof, you know, because they're old house, two by six rafters at best. Right. So you build that. So you really need 10 inch space or better for your R30 plus. And mm-hmm. I know, what is your code? R48 now or 42? 49. 49. Where did they come up with that number? I don't know. It's just what it is. All right. R49, R21 on the walls? Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty good. But, you know, I sound like broken records, but that's Mm -hmm. all fine and dandy. But if you don't air seal, it doesn't much matter. Yep. 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 There you go. It rolls right back to that. So the other thing you want to look at in your structure is, like Rich said, rafters are two by six. Can I insulate them properly? Probably not. Even if you can stand up in there, if they're two by six, you're going to have to build those down to be able to get enough insulation in there. So, uh, so you got to look at that. What about the floor you're walking on? If those are only two by four. Well, they might only be two by four or two by six because they were yep. ceiling joists and they were not meant for live load. Correct. Correct. They were there to hold the drywall up or the plaster up the ceilings. Yes. That's it. That's all that was meant to do. So now you're going to put furniture up there and do a bunch of other stuff and be walking around on that space, and it really was never designed for it in the first place. So now you either have to double up those 2 by 6 or you're going to put a 2 by 8 in there. Again, now going back to your head height, do you still have room to walk through there once you frame all this? And can it even be done? Now you got to pull electric out. And here's the great thing about pipe. You can't just move the extension cord up. Like you can't anywhere else with Romex, slide the slide the two by eight in there and put it back down. You actually have to take right. all the electric apart and pull all yeah. the pipe out and then put the new framing in there and then pipe it all back in again. So, um, so that's another issue. And then you want to look at how you're going to heat and cool that space because even if you insulate it properly, it's always going to end up a little bit warmer up there than it is in the in the floor below because heat's going to rise. He's going to go up through there. So. Yep. You're going to have to heat and cool that space a little bit differently. And a lot of times what you see is somebody takes a furnace and they just put a duct up into that that space, no returns. So they're just trying to blow air into it, which right. all which you're doing is works blo- great until you pressurize the room and it stops. <laughs> exactly. So now it doesn't heat right. It doesn't cool right. 
So you want to make sure that you're putting your ductwork in to, to do it, or if it's large enough, that you actually just put a separate system in. So uh, that that's something to look at. That's the nice thing about the mini split systems. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the head units hanging on the wall. You know what I mean? Like, and they make ducted systems, so you actually your evaporators are actually just in the above the ceiling, and then right. you can put ductwork there. But I mean, they're very popular in most of Europe, Asia. They use mini splits everywhere, yep. and it's amazing because they're extremely efficient. Yes. You know, heat to heat, air to was air to air heat exchangers, things mm-hmm. like that. Um, I know, like the Mitsubishi's and and most of the others, that you can run it on a twenty amp circuit. Uh huh. You know, so you're not running two twenty, thirty amps. I mean, think about it a two twenty, or I'm sorry, a twenty amp circuit, one ten circuit, and this thing's just drawing twelve amps or something when it's running. I think it's eighteen or nineteen when it fires up. It's like that's crazy efficient, but yes. we don't. Nobody wants them. No, they don't want to look at it because they don't want to see that head unit. Right. Yeah. Nope. That's that's a that's a big issue. So, it's a good uh, solution for a, for an attic space if you're going to yes. do that. So, and, and you might be able to hide that head unit somewhere, and like Rich said, and then actually have it in, in ductwork. Um, so that's another option. And then, mm-hmm. you know, the, so now when you're going to frame in the walls <laughs> underneath, you know, as that roof line comes down. At what at what point how how high do you make those knee walls, you know the the the, the little walls that short walls that go underneath from the floor to the roof, because you're not going to go all the way back into that triangle. You're going to shorten that up. So right, usually well, and that's a problem. That's usually not insulated well or air sealed. That's usually where that's where a lot of the leakage problems are. But yeah. that gives you a place to run your ductwork and stuff like that. So if you if you air seal insulate it and then build your wall inside of that space so that that what little attic triangle space is actually now in conditioned air. Now you don't have to worry about that. You can run water lines through there. If you're going to put a bathroom up on the second floor, you can, you can do some other things there that you couldn't do if you just insulate the backside of those little knee walls. So the key there is I would right around 36 inches to 42 inches. That's about all, you know, that's, that's a, you don't want to go any much shorter than that because you can't use that space anyway. Right. So, um, so you got to look at that too. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into, I'm just going to turn that attic space into living space real quick. So, right. And, and to touch on how much time we got left, uh, one minute and 57 seconds. Dormers are probably an hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> 57 seconds. Dormers are another way of doing it. You can do the doghouse dormer or, you know, which, which has like a gable into it, or you can lift the back, whole back of the house up. And just have a big flat roof over there, which is fairly common. That's the cheapest way to get it done. And yeah, I but think... similar problems with insulation and. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to frame. You have to frame it and insulate it properly to get it done right. So, um, it's not what we're trying to say is not as easy as what just just throw some uh, carpet up there and drywall and you're done. So right. We'll take a quick break and come back with more right after this. You're listening to Mighty House. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. Lisa and I built your room. But I don't like this clown. Uh, I wouldn't take it down if I were you. It's a load-bearing poster. It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. 
All right, you can join us on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, and Periscope Live right now. Brought to you in part by Mr. Floor and Maggie Rad. And wherever you're watching, just click on the like button and subscribe so you can be notified when we hit the air. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Mighty House Home Improvement Show. And our Twitter handle is at Mighty House. And you can give us a call on the Mr. Floor helpline. It's 877-711-5611. And you will have a chance to win your choice of Mr. Floor cleaning products. They're all non-toxic and environmentally safe. And you can learn more at MrFloor.com. So, nice. Yeah. So that it, it, someone called in, didn't want to go on the air. We talked about the wave thing. So if you've got issues like that, you're curious about a product, issues. We, we may have tried it we may have may have played with it we may have researched it already so um you know we can we can take care of it if you want it, you know we'll 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 look at it and then give you our assessment of the of that product so um you know if you see something goofy it doesn't doesn't look right give us a call let us know and uh but it's, we'll, you know we'll it's the it same out. old thing if it seems too good to be true yeah. it probably is yep yep but the problem is sometimes they charge a lot of money for that that goofy stuff too which it just it's amazing that they can get away with that, you know. Well, they again, it's how you write it. Is that what it is? Well, yeah, it's they can say lots of things, but it, you know, it's even the like the cleaners, household cleaners, uh-huh. and it says kills ninety nine point nine percent of bacteria. Right. Read the small print during the commercial. It says it must be on the surface for two minutes. <laughs> So do you know anybody that sprays down their countertops and it waits two minutes before they wipe them? No. No. They got bottle in right hand, paper towel in left hand. Spray, spray, wipe. Well, guess what? You're not killing the bacteria doing that. No. So that's the thing. It's, it, now, they're not lying to you. It said in the commercial that we kill 99.9% of all germs. And it did say in the bottom in that little tiny print that you must leave it on the surface for two minutes. Mm-hmm. You just didn't notice that. So that's your fault. Right. Exactly. It's crazy. Cray cray. Yep. So, okay, George was responding to your insulation thing. Did you read that? Oh, yikes. Yeah. No, I don't have that. It was R38, which is one inch on top of an R11, 3.5 inch space. So you have to full R38 over a typical three, three five inch truss cord. Hmm. Well, I know that when you go up in your attic, your scuttle, we were, like when I left, we were putting plywood sides on them because mm-hmm. you had to go so deep with the insulation. Yep. And then it was hard because your scuttle had to be right near the ridge somewhere because it was the only place high enough. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we actually build plywood, uh, you know, like box to sit on yeah. top of the scuttle so that that way the insulation doesn't fall down through the hole. So you're actually going up through the framing and then through a plywood, you know, box to get up into the uh, right. into the attic. So, and then we insulate that on the outside with two inch foam. And then we make a, uh, another two inch foam cap that slides and sits down inside of it to help air seal that whole thing up. So, um, look at that. Uh, good. And then also, uh, Rhonda on the Facebook wanted to know how the, the finger was healing. And, uh, I keep, yeah, Robbie brought that up last week and I apologize, but I didn't really notice. And then when I got off the air and I, cause I don't do Facebook anymore. So then I did glance at facebook on the r's and i saw the picture of that and so what did you do you slammed it in the door <laughs> so the the garage door we have a garage door in our shop and it's just a manual up up and down deal you don't there's no yeah. button for it so 
I reached up. I went to close it. It hit a box or something that was banging into it that was by the side of the door. So I, I reached up again. Was that you? I don't know. Somebody blew their horn. Yeah. So um, so then I reached up and I went to slide and just to slam the door to get past the box or whatever was holding it. And my hand slid down the panel a little bit and my fingers went between the two door panels. So And as I was bringing it down <laughs> and I was trying to slam it to get it past the box, whatever was there, because I was carrying a bunch of junk too, it, all, it went past, but then it also, my finger slid in there and it smashed it and exploded it. So did you wet yourself? Uh, no, I said some bad words though. I, I said, I, bet. I, I said lots of bad words and it was good enough that it squished my finger enough that it split. So that's, that's the, that's the thing. I don't know. You probably can't Dude. see it now, but, um, no, I mean, the picture was bad enough. And then, the and then the bone is broken underneath the nail. So, you know, that last from the last digit out. Yeah, well, that nothing can do for that anyway. Nope. So, nope. They wanted to put a little plastic like thimble yeah, on. Get, I'm a, like, get a popsicle stick yeah. and a uh, and some electrical tape. I said, forget it. I, he's going to put a thimble on it. What's that going to do? And that's going to cost me fifteen grand. You can keep it. <laughs> yeah, just, right. I'll just deal with it. So, uh, so anyway, that's that's how that happened. And um, it's still broken. It's still black and blue. But um, oh, and my guess is it'll be for a little while. Yeah, they said about three weeks. But yeah. you know, I just I keep banging it in and stuff, so I don't know if that's worse or. or but you or didn't. Not. Da- you, the nail bed's not black, where you're going to lose the nail. It might. It, it, it could happen. It, it's on the fence because I can bend my finger enough now that I can actually feel the the skin under the nail like moving separately. You know. So. Ah, uh, then yes, it's it, 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 it so may it may go. not fall off, but it's going to grow through. Yes. Yeah. So. Um, so interesting. Little shop accident there, truly at the shop, and you know, and they couldn't sew it up because it was like it since it exploded and just ripped, and then I didn't go to the doctor until about fourteen or sixteen hours later. There was nothing they could do. They said it's already starting to heal; just leave it alone. <laughs> so I said, "Okay." Yeah, you just wrap it up. Yeah, and of course, it's on my ring finger, and uh, my ring hasn't been off in probably fifteen or twenty years. Right. So it was. They were getting ready to cut it off. I said, "No, no, 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 no." I can still spin it, so just leave it on there. So, yeah. Well, and even if it's swelled, it's temporary. Yeah, and it's gone down, yeah. and it, it, you know, if you looked at it, you would think there was something wrong anyway, because it's like the skin and the calluses have grown in and around the ring, and it's like it's permanently oh, yeah. on there. Mine used to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Now I now I drive a desk, so <laughs> I don't really. I now I have nice soft hands. Soft baby hands. Yeah, soft baby hands. <laughs> It's pretty funny, actually. I mean, and I got hair on my arms and my hands. Really? Like, you know how you, like, when you work for a living, yeah. you know, you do, like, especially up there. So you always wear long sleeves. Yeah. Like, I have hair on my knees. Really? Which I've never had hair on my knees because knee pads and work in it. Sure. No, I drive a desk now. The only thing I don't have hair on is probably my ass from sitting in a chair. <laughs> have to ask the boss when you get off the air today. And, and then let us know tomorrow. <laughs> So thanks for asking about the finger there, Rhonda. It's all as well. So a one foot by 3.5 inch truss, Ron. Okay. I'm sorry, George. He's yelling at me. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. So, all right, cool. I'm, I'm trying to follow this. Uh, normally, Robbie does this. Robbie's out this morning. Uh, family issue to deal with. But uh, Yeah, hopefully she's uh, okay and stuff because yeah. that's not like her to, you know, last minute ditch. Cause... No. 
No. Some... Late is one thing, or yeah. on time. <laughs> on time for her, which yeah. is would be late well, for the us. The music's still on, yeah. usually. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, so it's all good. So it's good. All right, so did you? Fi- are, are you going to do the uh, clutter clarity for her, Andrew? I, I'm not sure yet. I'm still debating between a couple different ideas. Oh, really? So if you want to start. Well, if you've got two ideas, you're already two ahead of her. So <laughs> I would say just pick one and go with it. Because <laughs> okay. usually you, Ron sings the song and she wings it. Yes. Okay, I guess. Sure. I will, uh, I'll just go through. I'll find an article. I'll reference that. Yeah. I'll See, try to make it related to home improvement. Once in a while, her husband, Don, will find something in the newspaper and gives it to her, and then she actually comes in prepared. But we don't know about that. So I'll try my best. So, yeah, call Don. I'm sure he's got something he can... Yeah, feeling can... pretty drowsy today, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> a little less energy than normal? Yes, significantly less energy. Because oh. I went to bed at midnight, so... And I got up at four. So. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that doesn't work too good. No. So... Excellent. All right. There you go. Cool. All right. So, oh, I thought I heard the music already. I didn't think that was time. We got two minutes and 15 seconds. Two minutes and 15 seconds. Oh, that's like forever. It, yeah, that's... In radio time. Yeah, exactly. So, there you go. All right. So, uh, anything else pressing on uh, on Rich there that uh, that you're doing down there? You're not, you're not doing Nothing any... Nothing really pressing, but it's just... How's the how's the floor the building in Florida house coming? We well, haven't seen any segments there. I know because it got boring now. <laughs> it's drywall. <laughs> yeah, the drywall's done. The stucco's done. They primed the house, so now it just looks like a big white Taco Bell. Uh huh. Um, the inside's primed. They're putting in the hardwood floors. Okay. So there's, it's just not much to look at. But that's I, a that's a concrete slab floor, right? Yes. So how are you putting the wood floors on that? Um, we do a um, direct glue down. Okay. Using a zero perm adhesive. Yeah. So the floor has to be completely covered, and then you go back and do it. But anyway, yeah. So there's no moisture issue. Plus, the other thing is, um, we're, even though it's a concrete floor, the house is on stem wall, which means it's five. the floor is three or four feet above grade. Okay. And water, you don't get the moisture through that slab like you would if it was slab on grade. Okay. You so, know what I mean? So it's, it's a lot drier grade. as it is to begin with, yes. Slab above grade. So And, that, and that's yeah. engineered floor or real wood floor? No, only engineered. I won't use solid wood down here. Okay. That's asking for trouble. See, so that would be interesting to see the process there. How's that? Okay. <laughs> I will... <laughs> I will your, get you some shots. In your spare time, brother. <laughs> hey, we're going to take no a quick break time. and come back with uh, Clutter Clarity next. Starring Andrew? Andrew. Robbie, just called oh, in. Robbie called in. All right, there you go. All right, we'll be back right after this. This is Mighty House. Mighty House will return. <laughs> you got to build fast. Cement drawing. All right, let's see. Uh, English side ruined. Must use French instructions. Le Grill? What the hell is that? It's Mighty House. Call Mighty House now at 877-711-5611 and get advice from the experts themselves. This is Mighty House. 
podcasts and previous shows available at MightyHouse.net, Stitcher, iTunes, TuneIn, SoundCloud, and on HomeApprovementUSA.com. Find links to all of them at MightyHouse.net. Uh, the Klein Tool of the Month is the 3005CR Ratcheting Crimper, and it's for wires number 10 through 22 AWG, and that's for insulated terminals. So if you are interested in winning that crimper, give Trixie a call at 877-711-5611. We'll have the drawing at the end of the month, so uh, give her a call. She takes your down your, your name and your basic information, and then... She takes a piece of paper and drops it in the Mr. Floor tote bag, and that's the extent of uh, the sharing and the reuse of your information. It stays in there. End of the month, we pull it. After that, all that goes into the shredder uh, for everybody that does not win. So there you go. Oh, and by the way, I got all of the stuff mailed out this week. So if if you've been waiting for something from us, it, it should be showing up shortly if you don't have it already. <laughs> So I had a broken finger. They wouldn't let me work, the, you know, on, uh, on Monday and Tuesday. So I was catching up on a bunch of office work. So mm. I guess that was kind of good. But then I snuck out and actually started doing work again. Gotcha. So uh, I just, I can't, I hate sitting in the office. All right. So uh, let's see. Robbie? Yes. Hey, there you go. Give uh, give uh, Andrew a quick 10 count just so we got, in, he can square you away there. Give me a live mic check. A live mic check. Go ahead. Andrew, it's 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, okay. 4, 3. <laughs> and she's, she's yelling to her phone from two feet away. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Yeah. Talk into the phone. Yes. And not. <laughs> when you had Wait, it. Is there something wrong today or is it a bad connection? But you sound like you have the worst sore throat. Me or Ron? Rich. Rich. No, I have um... Rich. I have a sinus issue today. Yeah, but other sounds than that, super. I think it's the connection because he he actually sounds really clear on the air. So. Yeah, um, he's halfway. Wow. Half, okay. We're both we're taking turns uh, like with a dry cough this morning yeah. too for some reason. Yeah, so I'm off my game too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, you were talking about client tools. Uh huh. Well, I got my social media influencer gift. Oh, did you? Oh, you got I your did. new purse. Yes. You know what? It's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, so you'll bring that in next week and show it off. Yes, I will bring that in. Why don't but you it's post some awesomely cool? Post some pictures up on the Facebook uh, after you get dressed. Why are you telling people I'm not dressed, Ron? <laughs> well, you already did. You already told everybody you're in your PJ still. But we weren't on the air. Yes, we were. Oh, we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your censor, and that's not okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Hey, you, you want to just start Clutter Clarity and get this over with, Robbie? Sure, let's sing a song. <laughs> I just got a text. I just got a text saying, "Why are you phoning this then?" Because I'm in my pajamas in the backyard. Thank you, Bonnie. Uh-huh. Because you always phone it in. <laughs> You have a disarrangement disorder? Can't seem to get that jumbled hodgepodge pile of chaos in one place? Maybe it's time for a little disposal, a little cleanup, a little eradication, evacuation, liquidation, and purge of vacation. Here's Robbie with a tip on how to put some neatness into your disorder. This is Clutter Clarity on Mighty House. See 
So from this prison, this we, probably works really well. Yeah, that's gonna so be help me get away. Yep. So I think we just roll the music out and get right to it. What do you say? You can save me now. Oh, fine. What I can tell you is Clutter so, Clarity is powered by Mr. Floor. Mr. Floor cleaning products are all non-toxic and environmentally safe, and you can learn more at mrfloor.com. Dot com. Go hey. ahead. Hey. Dot com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Said that. So, uh, those of you who know that I have that problem with organizing <laughs> know that I like to volunteer at rummage sales. Uh-huh. And... Every year, people give us garbage. What do you and mean garbage? It's funny because I will clarify. Other stuff. Yeah. What is garbage? Yeah. Well, I will clarify because it's clutter clarity. Get it? Yeah. Okay. So um, this week, I came across an article about what not to donate to thrift stores. And it just got me thinking about the garbage that people give us at rummage sales. So first, I'll tell you some of the things that thrift stores don't want. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because every thrift store is going to be different. Um, for example, most thrift stores won't take appliances, you know, stoves, refrigerators, but Restore will. Yes. So it kind of depends on, um, you know, what you have, but call ahead. So, for example, one time I had a ton of... Um, folders and binders, like school and office things, mm-hmm. and I had boxes of them, drove them to Salvation Army, and they said no. Huh. They said, we don't want that. Wow. So, you know, I thought, who wouldn't want that, right? Sure. Very interesting. Um, so what Salvation Army's policy was at the time, and I haven't been there since, was they will go through your donations first. Like if you have a you know big truckload of stuff, they'll kind of look and go, yeah, we're not going to take that. We're not going to take that. So they pick so and choose. Awesome. Yeah, they that's when I choose. stopped going to them because it's either you get the truck or you don't get the truck. You're not picking and choosing. It's not a garage sale. <laughs> it's a donation. <laughs> right. It. right. That's, a, that's exactly right. So a lot of people might not know this, so you fill up your whole truck with things, and then you're like, ooh, you know, now what do I do with the items? So that was kind of an interesting thing. Um, everybody, when I am organizing homes, they're like, look at this great set of encyclopedias. <laughs> Nobody wants them. <laughs> you know, uh-huh. half-price books is not going to take them. You know, schools don't want them. So that's unfortunately one of those things. You're just going to have to recycle, bite the bullet. And you have to figure if you don't want the item, you know, it, it, it's a hard to say because, of course, there's a lot of good things, but something like encyclopedias people aren't going to want. Um, Goodwill posts on their website a list of items that they will and won't accept. Uh-huh. Personal care items, shampoos, lotion, makeup, creams, that kind of stuff, they don't want. No. Well, so, that, does, that doesn't surprise me. Who'd want open or used or whatever? That's just creepy. Yeah. Icky bad. You know what? I agree. I agree it's creepy, but I'll tell you, when I used to um, volunteer, not volunteer, work at estate sales, uh-huh. oh my gosh, we would put a price on every single item in the house. Yeah. Everything. Like a Band-Aid. <laughs> you know, I mean, everything. And people would come in and buy all that stuff. Get out. Yeah. So cleaning products. You'd have half-used bottles of cleaning products, half-used spray cans of, you know, Lysol. You would put 
which to me, it's so ridiculous, but you'd put like a quarter mm-hmm. because you have to sell everything and people would buy that stuff up like crazy. So it's just a matter of, you know, not to say know your market, cents. but yeah. Wow. Right. So, you know, if you're listening and you're like, man, I like that kind of stuff. Estate sales is the place to go, not to Goodwill. Um, so but getting back to the garbage stuff is people think a church rummage sale or whatever will just take your crap. Can I say crap, Andrew? You just did. <laughs> yep. uh, yes, that okay. is borderline, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they will scoop up your sidewalk chalk. Somebody will scoop up sidewalk chalk, and you know all the little bits and pieces that are just nubs? Uh-huh. They'll donate to the rummage sale. Mm. I don't want the little nubs. Nice. You know, I don't want your junk drawer dumped out and I have to sort through your pennies and your broken pencils and your crayons. So clothes that are filled with cat hair, they just go right in the garbage can. Oh. I know I hear them. This Thanks, Robbie. We'll be back right house. after this. Mighty House will return.